0: You're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and He wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. This week, we're going to look at another need that we all have, a God-created need that allows us to connect with Him in a deeper place. You know, many uh, weeks ago, I was telling one of my sons a story. It was close to Valentine's Day, and I was telling him about— when really the first time I experienced Valentine's Day, and I was in junior high, and I had a friend, and his name was Josh, and Josh and I were best friends. I mean, we hung out all the time, and we were, you know, we liked each other. We were at that junior high stage. And on Valentine's Day, I remember him um, getting me a gift, and it was this chocolate phone, and he came to me, and he presented this chocolate phone to me, and of course, this was like my first official Valentine's gift. And I was all excited, and I can't believe he got me something. And then he asked me, will you be my girlfriend? And at that point, my parents had said, we don't want you guys being boyfriends or girlfriends with anybody. Like, we want you just to kind of be a kid and hang out in this space, and we don't want you doing that. And so I remember telling Josh, you know, I'm not really allowed to have a boyfriend right now, um, so I can't I can't do that. And I remember him going to the girl, another friend in, in his in our class and he asked her to be his girlfriend. And I remember them walking off like the next day h- holding hands and our whole relationship changed so I was telling my son Hudson this story and as I'm telling him this whole story and I'm kind of dramatizing it in the kitchen and Hudson's our second-born and he always wears his glasses kind of like a grandma where it sits at the edge of his nose and so he's sitting there and he's drinking his drink with a straw with his grandma glasses and as I'm telling him this at the end of it I tell him that Josh went with this other girl and walked on the hall and he goes that's terrible (laughs) that's terrible with his little grandma glasses and his drink in his hands and it's my cute little 10 year old and I said you know what it was terrible like thank you for that validation and he walks out of the room and I'm sitting thinking I don't know how healthy I am I'm being completely validated by my 10 year old that there was a terrible moment but you know I As I think about that story, I think about this kind of reality in our lives where all throughout our lives, we have moments of belonging. Are we included? Do we get the guy? Do we get the girl? Do we, you know, get the husband? Do we have the family? Do we get the job? Do we get the position? And there's this kind of deep need to belong, to belong to someone, to belong to a place, and even to belong to a culture. And it's it's within us, and it's not bad. In fact, that hunger to belong is God-given. You can't ignore that. Uh, Even as a a baby, we want to know who we belong to. And then, you know, it doesn't take long for our babies when we leave the room. They cry. They want us. Why? Because they belong to us. They know that we're their belonging. And it's the same way in our our life with Christ. So I want to talk to you for a few minutes about this core desire to belong, to belong, and that we belong to God. We belong to Him. We don't just serve Him. We don't just love Him but we belong to him, he's our dad, he's our family, and we're created in his likeness. So the question that we face often is, where do I belong and who do I belong to? This is a big deal. This is something that can sometimes haunt us, you know? and we see different things where the world will say, this is how you belong, or you need someone to choose you, and if we're still single, sometimes we can feel like we don't belong to anybody, or you know, maybe we our family isn't super healthy, so we don't have that relationship with them, so we don't belong to them, or maybe we have a church community that we just had to leave, or we're not around them, and we just don't belong, or maybe we have somebody that's left us and rejected us, and the idea of who do I belong to and where do I belong, It it's a big question, and so I want us to understand that That core hunger also has some core truths that you can ground yourself right into and begin to nourish yourself in the truth of God's word to kind of have that satisfied soul that we're called to live with. So the first thing I want you to understand is that you were made to belong to God. So you can belong to a lot of things and a lot of people, but the deepest core is you want to belong to your creator. You want to know why you were created and why they created you, and that's really critical. Secondly is the second meal that we talk about. You know, we talked about the apple and trees and kind of the the ability to be loved, but the truth is is when, when Eve ate that apple, everything changed. And I like to say that while she was eating that first meal, God was preparing a second meal. God was in the kitchen of of the kingdom, and he was creating a second meal. And that meal was bread and wine. And we can kind of fast forward the story of Jesus with the disciples, and we find ourselves at this last supper. And Jesus is sitting there, and he's preparing this beautiful meal. And this meal represents his, his ultimate plan to bring us back into belonging. So we are deeply loved, whether we are serving God and with Him in His kingdom, we are loved and we we belong to him but our choice to want to belong to him and come back into his family back into his home back into his plan is our choice the belonging isn't just that we belong but we choose to belong to him so he lays out this beautiful meal and he says listen this is my body broken for you this is my blood poured out for you do this in remembrance of me so when we eat the bread and wine we don't just eat it like we don't just take communion as a as a remembrance of the price that he paid, but it's also as a symbol that we belong. We get to go back into the family we created. To It was like, it's like being, um it's like being adopted out and then all of a sudden finding your heritage, your lineage, like finding your birth parents and going like, oh my gosh, this is, this is my DNA. This is my legacy. And, and it's something very powerful about that. So this is what happens. This is what happens in the middle of it all. And so when we begin to eat and drink this meal, guess what? We begin to be quenched with the deep, well, the fulfillment that we belong to God. You know, when we take communion, every single time when you take the bread and you take the wine, you're saying, I belong to the family of God. I am not alone in this world. I am not alone. Even though I may not be married or I may not have family around me or I may not have I may not be in a position I want. Guess what? I belong. I have a bigger family than what everyone can see. I'm part of the body of Christ. We're a little messy. We're a little imperfect. We're a little weird sometimes. But We belong to each other, and we're part of this amazing tribe, these Christ-following people. And so Jesus invites his disciples into his inner core, and they lived as family. You know, sometimes I see people, and they're like, yeah, I don't really go to church. In fact, I was on this bus recently, and... Um, As I'm on this bus, I can hear people talking and she's telling them, you know what, if I want to worship God, I can go into my room and have my encounter and it's fine. I don't need to go to church. You know, church, I just feel like they're saying the same thing and they're doing the the same thing and that's about them. But I know if I want to connect with my creator, that's how I do it and that's what I'm going to do. And I just thought, you're missing the point. You can have communion with God anytime you want to, but you don't just belong to God. You belong to a spiritual family. And it's not just about your belonging. It's about telling others, I'm here for you. I love you. And I want you to find a place. And there are spiritual moms and spiritual dads and, and kids. And there's a family that God's created for us that we get to participate and we get to be each other's family in the middle of this world, right? In the middle of this world this crazy world sometimes. So Jesus begins to invite them in and He he shows it. He shadows this idea of, hey, guess what? We're family, so I'm gonna show you a picture of that. I'm gonna show you what it looks like. And the first thing He does he washes their feet. One of the best ways we can belong to the family of God is to serve each other. Find a place in our church where we, we serve in the nursery, we help feed people, we help you know, connect, we give ourselves. Why? Because that's what families do, we serve each other. We belong. Part of our belonging doesn't come from just taking. Part of our belonging comes from giving and connecting with others. And then also church is not just an event, it's a relationship. So it's not just check in, check out. It's, it's a place where we, we give our time, talents and treasures. We give ourselves to this place and to these people. So God invites us into this family, the church. Sometimes I think some of our deep needs that we want met is because we don't have a place like a church where we can give ourselves to and really love people well and find a place to belong. That's really important. And if you don't have that in the local church you're in, then I, I want to really ask you to find a place where you can get back in a community and back in a place where you can serve and be served. It's very important. So what's our core, what's our core fear? Our core fear is often that we're never going to find our people and we're never going to find our place. And the enemy loves to tell us that. Like the enemy wants us to roam around and feel isolated and rejected and abandoned and somehow disconnected, but God is saying, no, 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 that's the lie of the enemy. That's a mirage that says, you don't belong here, but guess what? You belong to me, and I have. I would love nothing more than to connect you with other other ones that are my kids as well message of the heart is that we have a hunger to belong and a sense of belonging that's critical to the soul. You cannot live a fulfilled life if you never feel like you belong. You cannot live a fulfilled life if you always feel rejected, if you are busy isolating yourself because of fear of rejection. You cannot. You have to find a place of healing because the enemy wants to separate us so that we don't ever feel like we belong. So you're gonna have to go deep and find a place of belonging. So here's your five declarations this week. Number one, I belong to God. How do we utilize these declarations? You can say it to yourself. Um, A couple people I know have actually taken these, said them on a little like a memo and then play it over and over and they hear themselves saying it. Uh, Others have written it on their mirror. Others, you know, get up every morning and after their study, they, they declare these things. You just, whatever it looks like to activate yourself. I belong to God. Tell yourself that when you walk into a place where it feels weird or maybe you're going through rejection right now, or you're going through abandonment, I belong to God. I may not belong to that person anymore. I may not belong to that church anymore. I may not belong to that, you know, that company anymore, but I belong to God. That's where my belonging comes from. Secondly, belonging is my birthright. I belong to God because I'm his kid, I belong to God, and belonging is my birthright. Thirdly, I am worthy of being included. This is critical. I am worthy, and because I am worthy, I am a, I am worthy of being included. Um, also, I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter of God. When I go into places where I feel insecure, or nervous, or not sure, or I'm I'm God's kid. Like I'm a girl of God, and that's who I am. That that'll never change. Whether you like me or you don't like me, whether you accept me or you don't accept me, guess what? My belonging is not is not focused on how you receive me or accept me. My belonging comes from a different person and that is God himself, right? And then lastly is I am not alone. I'm not alone. I might be alone in the natural. I might be living alone, but I am not alone. I belong. And then I wanna add kind of like a bonus one and that is God has prepared a place for me and he's prepared people for me. I want you to declare that over yourself. God has prepared a place and a people for me. And, it, and if you're at a place where you don't have that right now, begin to declare it. And I believe even in the next 12 months, you're gonna see a shift in where he puts you and who he puts you with. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God is trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold up. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day, and I'll catch you next time.